subscribe, you dummy. <laughs> What is up, everybody? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Tuesday. What's up? I am back. I am back. I am back better than ever. I'm sorry. Told you I got tests, man. I got finals, man. But we back. I feel better about my life after I made a quizlet. I made a quizlet. I made a quizlet about this class that I'm taking, American government. I made a quizlet about that. And everything that we went over today in class, it was a review game for the final. She said, most of this review game is going to be on the test. So you might want to study. I said, okay. So we in there, right? So I'm paying close attention. I'm writing down everything. I'm circling stuff. Like, okay, she said, I was going to be on that. Let me circle that. And I'm like, you know what? F this. I'm going to make a Quizlet. When I tell y'all I am almost done memorizing that Quizlet, I feel confident about this test. I need to bring this grade up, and we're going to be good. We're going to be set. Okay, that is the goal. I'm learning a lot about manifestation, manifesting. Did I say that word right at first? <laughs> I'm learning a lot about manifesting. I'm learning a lot about having faith. Because <laughs> a lot of, I just, I was running out of faith, man. I'm going to be honest. I'm running a lot of faith. It's running out. But we good. We good. Welcome to Inhale Your Ego. I'm your host, Jasmine Cooks, and today we are going to be talking about letting it go. Let it go. Let it go. Frozen. Let it go. Okay, we're going to, we just let it go. Let it go. That is the theme song. That song right here is the theme song of this whole entire year. Let it go. That's been my theme song for a lot of things that's happened this year. And this year, I'm, I mean, this time, I'm more confident about the things that's going on. Let it go. Okay, so yesterday, I'm going to tell you about an incident that happened yesterday. I have been talking to this boy, okay? I've been talking to this boy for a while. I mean, for a while. I mean, I, when I started talking to him, I don't even know. I been started talking to him like two two weeks ago. I don't know. And yesterday, he had posted something about him missing his ex. So I took that as a mental note, and I was just like, dang, that's how it is. Like, we're not together or anything, but you sitting here saying that we're going to do this when I come back home from college. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this, and I'm going to get to know you. We're going to be good. We're going to be straight. I want something real. This is good. So I'm like, dang, you know, I want something real, too. This is going to be good. But then I saw that, and I was like, yeah, nah, that was a setback. But then I was like, why do I keep getting setbacks from these? Negative setbacks. It wasn't a good one. They're always, they've always been bad. Every time this happened with a situation with a boy and something don't end up right, it's always a negative mental setback. And I'd be like, why? Why is this happening? Why? Can I not just make this into a positive turnout for me mentally and emotionally and physically? If you get a happy weight, not because you're doing sexual things with somebody, but happy weight just because you're happy, you know what I'm saying? Or get fit, you lose weight, you know? Your body slims out and it looks pretty nice when you're happy. Why can't this have a positive turnout? Why am I always sitting here like, damn, it's my fault. Dang. But then... Something said, 
to look up T.D. Jakes. I don't know why. I didn't know why at the time. I learned about T.D. Jakes at my second job opportunity. I'm going to say opportunity because I really didn't even start working for that job for like a whole month. But at this job convention or at this um, convention, this event I had going on, his daughter, um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, came to speak. I really wasn't listening to the stuff she was saying because I was too busy on serving food. It was a food, it was a little food family company. I was too busy on serving food for that. So I was just sitting there like, you know, trying to listen in and out, but I really couldn't remember. And then everybody was like, oh my God, I'm so hype. She's coming. This is TDJ's daughter. And I'm like, I don't know who none of these people is. I, ne- I never even heard these people. Never, ever. But something said, look it up. I think I saw it on Facebook or something. T.D. Jake's name popped up or something. I don't know. Some said, look it up. And I clicked on this video. And he was talking about letting it go. Letting it go. Somebody texted me and asked, was I upset? Look, um, I was this morning. I'm going to be honest. I was upset, man. Yeah, I was, I was sitting there like, man, man, this shit messing with me man but anyway back to td jakes he said let it go and i'm sitting here like i don't need to hear this right now then something said keep watching i really don't need to hear this right now but i want you to keep watching he said something that's gonna forever stick with me and something else his daughter said too we're gonna get to that in a second but her dad td jakes he said something about having feelings He said, the Lord gives you feelings to gives you feelings to have a natural instinct, to have natural feelings. He gave you feelings so you can apply feelings to situations that are going to happen naturally to you. For example, pain. When you break a leg, when you break an arm, when you spring sprain something, when you get uh, a splinter or something like that it's pain you're gonna feel it it's your feelings when a mother gives birth to a child it's a new feeling it's an inspiring feeling it's a loving feeling the lord put place feelings in human beings so they can have these natural instincts and natural reactions when stuff naturally happens so they can have feelings But when something hurts, this is where I got from. I hope this is what he intended. But this is what I got from the um what he was talking about from this uh what's it called? Actually, I learned it. I learned about what this is in my African American class. What's it called? A sanction? No, it's not a sanction. Speech? I'm not gonna say it's a speech. Lecture? I don't know what it's called. But I learned something yesterday. He said, when you are hurt about something, eventually you're going to feel better. Eventually, your next reaction is to figure out how to make you feel better. When you get a splinter, what do you do? You take it out. When you break your leg, what do you do? You go to the hospital, you get it cast, and it'll fix itself. Eventually, the pain will go away. 
and we're aware of our feelings but when something happens to us emotionally and mentally you're not really aware of your feelings and I have to take a step back and realize that because I'm like every time I have something going on I react on impulse I react on how my feelings is not really trying to fix how to make it better always be like okay I'm upset about this we just gonna continue to be upset about it and hopefully I'll just get over it yeah but if you continue to be upset about it and you're not even trying to make yourself feel better how do you think the process is gonna go fast you want the process you want you want you want to get better but you're not doing anything to help yourself get better because I would sit here and be like okay well if you're, you're upset it's okay to be upset because you have feelings but you're not even trying to be aware of your feelings. You didn't even try to sit down and be like, okay, I'm upset right now. Why am I upset? Why should I not be upset? What can I do to not be upset? And then you do, do, do what you do. And you not don't be upset no more. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. And that's what I learned from T.D. Jakes yesterday. And I'm going to really start watching him. It inspired me this morning to get up. It inspired me this morning to study. It inspired me this morning to actually start going to church. I mean, I'm out in this, um, in this neighborhood, in this area, in this whole new city or village or whatever you want to call it. Not even really a city. It's more like a village. But I'm in this whole new area. I'm in a rural area, I guess you could say, because it's real country out here. I'm going to be on this real country. But... I'm in this new area and I don't know anything and anyone besides the people on my campus. I want to go back to church. And I've been saying that. I recently went to a funeral and you get a different feeling. You get a different feeling when you go to a funeral. I mean, to a church. When you in a in a church building in general, no matter what it is, a wedding, a service, a, a church service, Sunday service, uh, a funeral, it don't matter. But what I did learn at that funeral, though, he said, you are more likely to learn. He says something you are more likely to either learn more at a church than going to a party or you're more it's something he said. I I really can't remember it. I, I wish I could remember. If I remember, I'm going to say it in the next podcast. But I, I don't remember what he said. But it was something that I also, you know, I had took with me for the rest of that day. I really wish I could remember it. It was real good, too. I was like, man, that's, that's some good stuff right there. I didn't even think about it like that. But then I started watching Sarah. Miss Sarah uh, Jake Roberts. Uh, TDJ's daughter. And she, her whole, I want to say performance, sermon. Is that what it's called? I think it's called a sermon. I think it's called sermon. Let me check. I think it's called sermon. Give me a second. This is a little intimation. Hold on. I think it's called, I think it's it's called sermon, y'all. Hold on.
Okay, I think it's called sermon. I don't know. But you, I don't know. That that took a while. I don't know. I'm I'm really not trying to take up too much time, but I think it's called sermon. I want to get this right. Hold on. Talk on a religious or moral subject. Yes, there we go. Sermon. Yep, sermon. We learned about sermons and speeches right now in class. So in her sermon she was talking about in the video, she was saying, girl, get up. That was the name of it. And I thought she was going to start saying, girl, get up and praise. Get up and start dancing. Give thanks to the Lord. Get up out the bed and pray. That's what I thought she was going to say. But she really was intending the idea of women and how women emotionally get involved a lot and then when things don't go their way they either be really upset about it and they tend to blame themselves for not being right and then that loses motivation that loses the drive that loses self-worth and self-love and self-control so she was saying girl get up implying to the little girl that women used to be because when you older, the more you grow, the more you get older, the more you learn. So when you was little, you had no worries. Hakuta Matata. You had no worries. You grew up with motivation. You were self-driven. You was reading. I know I was. I was reading. I was doing all types of stuff that I'm not doing now that's going to benefit me. So... She was saying to wake that little girl up and ask for some of that power that that little girl has. Because you're deep down in you, I always say to people, you're going to always be that little kid that you used to be deep down inside. And the deep down a part of you, you are still that child. So she was saying to dig deep into that inner child. That had no worries, that had so much motivation, that had so much purpose, and ask for some of that energy and apply it to the do you now. But before I even could do that, I had to sit and actually apologize to myself, to my younger self. I had to spiritually give my younger self a hug yesterday. That sounds crazy, but it's the truth. I had to give myself a spiritual hug yesterday. And say I'm sorry. A lot of the situations. That you were going through. I shouldn't have put you through. There was a lot of things we could have avoided. But we decided to go through it anyway. Because one. I'm not saying I wish I didn't go through all the stuff that I went through. I love the experience. Because I learned from it. And without the experience, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now saying what I'm saying. But I had to apologize at the same time because it ended up hurting my enemy. And it started to change me. It started to be the not the little girl that had the same motives in life. Not saying I don't want to live anymore or don't have any type of inspiration or goals in life. That's not what I'm saying. But I had a little bit more energy about what to do to make myself a smarter and wiser person when I was little. I don't read anymore. I actually bought a book on my phone and bought another book that I left at home. I don't I didn't read it. 
might have read on my phone that book i might have read like a chapter or two but after that i didn't read that book i would never let a book not been not done when i was a little girl i made sure as soon as i picked up a book and wanted to read it i made sure i finished it that summer that's all i did was read 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 and that's probably the real reason as to why i'm so smart right now because of that little girl but stuff happened. I started getting socially involved in hormones. Our good friend hormones. You wanted to be involved. You wanted to do this. You wanted to do that. Then boys came in the picture. It ruined everything. <laughs> they didn't ruin everything, but made a really deep detrimental part of my life. I use that word right detrimental it's a big word instrumental this thing put instrumental okay well if I didn't use it right too bad but man you know I had to apologize to myself last night and I used to read diaries I mean I used to write in diaries and I still got all my diaries even because at first I had books, but then I ran out of pages or I felt like, well, I didn't run out of pages. I think I just felt like I just was too old for a diary. But then I'm like, I need a source of where I feel like I can talk. So I start writing in my notes and I still got the notes. Which I thought about rewriting on paper, by the way, because if I lose those, I'm going to be upset because that's still a part of me. It was like, dang, I was weak for attention. And you could see in <laughs> In the little entries, in the journal diary entries, that I was weak for attention, I was. Now I don't care. After yesterday, I took that reset. After I saw him post that about his ex or whatever, I took that negative reset and I turned it into a positive. And I said, this will not hurt me no more. Men, no, men don't do that. Boys will not do that no more. Okay, boys won't do it no more. 2022, this is my resolution. To focus on me, to go to church, and to focus on school, and love my family more than I already do. That is my resolution. That's it. Parties every now and then, because you know you got to have some type of getaway. And to be more successful with my podcast and YouTube channel. That is the goals right there. Oh, and also to go to the gym every now and then. But you know, stuff like that. Positive stuff like that. Stuff that's actually going to distract me from wanting to be happy, depend on my happiness in other people. That was the one thing I had to break myself out of. Because of the attention I really did not get from my real daddy, I tried to get it out of boys. And I can understand it because it's like, okay, I had a father figure. I've had many father figures. <laughs> I have many father figures. I had one main father figure. Why do I still feel like I need this from boys? I don't want to be that type where I feel like I have to get attention from boys. Then I have to sit back and like, girl, you really don't need that. What do you need that for? It's a different feeling. It is. I'm going to admit so it's a feeling 
of, you know, it's a feeling, it's a different type of want. It's a different type of feeling when somebody wants you, wants to be in your presence, wants to take care of you, wants to love you in a way that your dad can't because that would be creepy. But it's a different feeling. And I wanted that different feeling just like everybody else. But baby, my time ain't here. <laughs> it ain't here. I'm 18. I just turned 18. I was 17 not too long ago. I it it ain't it ain't for me. And somebody that I dated this year, beginning of the year, he told me that when we get out of college, we're gonna get married. That that was a step back for me. I'm like, we're gonna get married. What you talking about? He said we're gonna get married. I'm like, you do realize how big of a commitment that is, right? We only went out for like three months this year. Are you sure? He like, I'm sure. We just gonna get married. Don't question me again. I said, okay, I'm sorry. We gonna see how true that is. I'm excited. <laughs> but then again, it's like, I don't want to get too excited. Because stuff like that said too soon doesn't happen and I got a bad habit of that every time I want something to happen it never do I'm telling you I will be the happiest the happiest of the happiest and it would not happen I was promised to go to the museum the uh what was that like a, two months ago I was promised to go to the zoo I mean to the zoo to the museum I was promised to go out let's do this let's do that the day came literally Called it straight off. I'm like, wow. I got all happy about this. This, that, and the third. I'm going to tell you a real story right now. What was that, a year ago? Was that, what, yeah, like a year, year and a half ago? Year ago, whatever. This guy was called. He texted me on Facebook Messenger. We started talking. I gave him my snap. We started talking on snap. And then I don't give people my number unless I feel uh, some type of comfortable with you. So I gave him my number. We started texting. He was like, we're going to go on a date Saturday. And I was excited. It was over the summer. I'm like, okay. We're going to go on a date, okay? Like that. I ain't dated in a while. We're going to do it. Yeah, that was last year. That was last year. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I did my hair. I twisted my hair. I did like uh. Like bar, bar, Marley twist or whatever. Twisted it. Some weave, some fresh weave from the beauty supply store. I was fly. Had an outfit. Then I'm like, I'm going to get my hair done. Took that down. I got my hair done by somebody. I was excited and everything. The day came. Found me an outfit. I'm glad I didn't go to the store and get no fresh outfit. But I wore an outfit that, you know, some pants and a shirt that I never wore. This fool told me he was on his way over. And when I tell you that motherfucker never showed up. Let that sink for a moment. Imagine getting ready all week. And they never show up. I ain't gonna lie, that fucked me up. It did. 
it reminded me too much of what my father did to me when I was little. We're going to take it back, back in the day. I'm going to come get you this weekend. Okay, Dad. Well, I called him Dada. Okay, Dada. <laughs> Dada. I ain't said that shit in about 10 years, Dada. <laughs> Hold on, Dada. I have not said that in so long, Dada. Okay, no, for real. I'm like, okay, Dada, I'm gonna pack my clothes. Saturday night, it's always a fucking Saturday. Saturday, I packed my stuff. That night, I sat my, with my stuff in the living room. Seven o'clock passed. Okay, he should be here in about 30 minutes. 7.30 came. Okay, he should be coming up any minute. Never showed up. 8.30 passed. Okay, maybe he's just running late. He'll be here. He'll be here. 9.30. Okay, okay. I'm going to call. I'm going to text. No response. It's 10.30. I'm like, okay, mom, have you heard from him? No, I have not heard from him. It's 10.30, 11.30. I was tired. I was tired, so I went to bed. I woke up. One thirty. Still didn't get a call or a text. Until the next morning. Sorry, baby. I got off late. I was tired. Couldn't make it. But you told me that day that you was going to come and get me that night. And now all of a sudden you got tired? Because you probably, what, stayed an extra three hours? I don't know why I have such a heart at this point of life. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so caring now. I don't know. I think because I still have faith and I still have hope. And my heart is too big to let it shrink, no matter what I've been through. When I tell you my life, my family, after my grandma died, was a shit show. When I tell you, everything went down. Once she passed, everything went all the way negative, all the way down off the slope. This shit was out of order. It was all over the place, and it still is. That messed me up, and it, it still kind of do. That played a big factor in my life. I lost a mother. Forget that she's a grandmother. She was another mother. If it was not my mother, it was my grandma. And we live with her, and I talk to her every day like I talk to my mom every day. So the fact that I can't talk to her anymore, that broke my spirit to the point where I didn't even know how to feel. I just stayed happy. Because I remember crying, sitting next to her in bed. She turned her. She turned over. She looked at me crazy. I'm like, "What you looking at? You?" I'm like, "What?" She like, "Why are you crying?" I'm like, the "Hell, you mean I'm? What do you mean? What do you mean you're dying right now? Like, I, I, I have every right to cry right now. I'm upset. I don't, I don't want to see you like this. 
We used to put up the tree together. We used to pick greens together. Used to, I used to beat her butt in cars. Not just saying, no, she used to win all the time. We used to sit at the table, read the comics in the newspaper with you. I used to watch you sit and eat pizza with a fork. I don't understand why, but she did. And we used to sing the Sanford, Son theme, Sanford and Son theme song when it come on at 10 o'clock and you tell me to take my ass to sleep. And now you're dying? I am upset. Tell me, don't be upset. There's nothing you could do. Nothing. I said, yeah, that, that's the point. That's the point of why I'm upset. She said, Jasmine, take it like this. If you want me to be strong... I don't want to see you cry no more. I have not cried ever since. I might have shed a tear, but I was on the verge of getting on the floor and start crying when I saw her just laying there lifeless. I didn't shed a tear at a funeral and I felt bad. I felt really bad not shedding a tear at her funeral. I was so happy. I felt really bad. Even during my speech, I was happy. I was happy as hell. Before the funeral, in the in the uh, what's it called? The uh, the limo. Like, hey, we live. Hey, we in here finance. We in a limo. Everybody else sad and shit. I'm sitting here like, hey, we lit. Even at the repast, I was happy talking to people, laughing. They like, why the fuck is she so happy? This was her cooking partner, buddy. This was her everything. Why is she crying? Why is she not crying right now? Why is she hoking? Because she told me not to cry. And that's the part of being aware of your feelings. Your feelings can be controlled. You just got to start and be aware of them first and realize how to make it better. This podcast got deep, man. Podcast got real deep. Power of TD Jakes, man. He brought it out, man. That that shit got deep as hell. Yeah, man. Let it go. Whatever you're going through is not meant to be. If you even going through it anyway, it is making you negative. It's not meant to be. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go and wake up and get up. That's the end of this podcast, everybody. I didn't know how to end that off. I mean, I kind of ended it off in like a, a powerful way, an inspiring way. But, yeah, I'm done. That's the end of this podcast. Once again, that is exactly why I named this podcast Inhale Your Ego. This podcast right here, this topic right here is the reason why it is called Inhale Your Ego. Because it gives you a reminder of what you are when you are feeling down. 
it makes you remember what you're capable of and what you can bring to the table. It reminds you of who you are. Your ego makes up who you are. So when you forget, inhale it. And excel. Positive thoughts. Everything's going to be okay. It is. I sound the most mature, wisest person ever right now, but it's well needed. That's the end of this podcast, everybody. Hope you had a good time listening. This is Inhale Your Ego, and I'm going to get to y'all. I'm going to get to y'all. Wow. And I'm going to talk to y'all, or y'all going to listen to me when I post another podcast. And I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Remember, positive thoughts. Okay, bye. (laughs)